You're listening to Behind the Impact, the podcast that looks at how the most philanthropic companies on the planet are making impact as told by the very changemakers that make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of Behind the Impact. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown, and in this episode, J.P. Morgan Chase's VP of Tech for Social Good, Madeline Hutchinson, joins the show to unpack how the company uses its resources to make a difference. With a workforce of over 300,000 people and a sizable social impact team, J.P. Morgan Chase is a good example of how to execute a social impact strategy. With that, let's get into the show. Madeline, welcome to Behind the Impact. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, Jeremy. It's my pleasure. Very excited to learn more about your background as well as J.P. Morgan Chase's social impact efforts. Before we get into J.P. Morgan Chase, let's dig into your career. How did you get into social impact? Walk me through your, your career journey. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Jeremy. I think I always knew that I would end up um, in the social impact space. You know, throughout my life, I've been heavily involved in volunteer efforts and always trying to do some grassroots fundraising and different things. Even from third grade, I remember um, helping to to save the whales in a campaign at school. Um, So I think I always knew I would end up in some sort of social impact space, but um, from some advice from my parents and some older siblings, wanted to to, um, go to school with, get a business degree, you know, go work in a corporation for a little bit, um, figure out how how things are run and then bring those skills um, to the social impact space. So at least that's where I thought my career would go. Um, so I actually started my career in a traditional uh, investment banking role at JP Morgan. Um, so I was living that life for a while. Um, but after you know six or so months of, of grinding and, and working those hours, I was really missing that part of giving back and volunteering that I had had, you know, throughout my life leading up to this. Um, And so I started to get involved in some of the hands-on traditional volunteer opportunities at JP Morgan. And through those opportunities, I signed up for um, one of the the events that was actually being run by the Tech for Social Good team. And at the time, I didn't know much about technology or or even how we would be using it um, at JP Morgan, let alone for social impact. Um, But I had a great experience, you know, helping. They were running a hackathon and had no idea what a hackathon was or or what was happening at the event, but it looked really fun. And I was enjoying getting to eat the pizza and hang out with the the students who are participating. Um, And after the event, I um, kept in touch with the team and they actually had a role that opened up a couple months later and they reached out to me like, hey, is this something you would be interested in? And I was like, thank you so much, but no, (laughs) like I know nothing about technology. I don't think it's the right fit for me, but I love the work that you're doing. And luckily for me, the manager at the time was like, just come chat with us and learn a little bit more. So once I chatted with the team, I quickly realized that this was really something that was like perfect for me because it was a great mix of that, you know, social impact space that I was looking for and kind of thinking like, 
post my JP Morgan life I could get to. Um, and obviously still giving me the opportunity to learn and grow at JP Morgan um, and from all the great leaders and resources there. So I took a leap of faith and applied to the role. And um, six years later, I'm still here on the Tech for Social Good team. I've found out obviously a lot more about technology um, since being on the team. But I think one of the coolest things for me too is just being able to help the nonprofits with that digital transformation. I mean, even from starting on the team six years ago to where we are today, um, just having the opportunity to watch the um, wealth of resources that have now come for nonprofits um, to adopt technology and think about technology as a way to solve some of their challenges that they're facing. It's just been really inspiring. So I feel really happy um, and, and lucky and fortunate to be part of this journey. Um, and I, I'm really excited to see what the future holds on the team. Do you remember the moment in time when you realized social impact, at least in the corporate sector, was a thing? Yeah, I remember, this is funny, because I was just talking to the, about this to someone um, the other day. I remember at our induction training at JP Morgan, they talked a, a little bit more about, you know, all the onboarding things that they typically talk about, but they chatted about how banks um, have an obligation to be, you know, giving grants and how they go through all of the work through the JP Morgan Chase Foundation and Global Philanthropy. But then they also had someone who had a booth set up that talked about volunteerism. And one of the pieces of volunteerism that they talked about was skilled volunteerism. And to be honest, I had never really thought about skilled volunteerism before that. Um, obviously, I learned a lot about hands-on volunteerism and, you know, one-off opportunities. But I think that was really when I started to dig in and learn a bit more about corporate social impact and social responsibility. And, you know, it's such an umbrella term that I think a lot of companies, there's a lot of different things that roll up into to CSR. You have DEI efforts, you have sustainability, obviously skilled volunteerism, hands-on volunteerism, philanthropy. So um, I really think it was probably not until my onboarding to JP Morgan that I really learned about the space, but I um, quickly realized, obviously, there was a lot going on and a lot of different facets um, that roll up into that bigger umbrella. One thing I, I find very interesting about your career, and I, I feel like a lot of people are in this boat, you didn't start your career out in social impact, you were in a totally different uh, function, and then you made your way into social impact at the same company you were at. And I'm curious, you know, you, you mentioned that you're interested in the technology role out the gate and you just kept in touch and built, and built that relationship with the social impact team at the company. How did you do that? What was that relationship like? How did you keep in touch? Was it that they would send you information over time and you would kind of go back and forth or was it you volunteering and being part kind of a part of the team without being a part of the team? Yeah, um, definitely a mix of both. I mean, obviously, I loved what the team was doing. So I was keeping in touch, you know, formal coffee chats or, or conversations um, with the team members. But I think what really stood out for them was 
once I did that first volunteering activity, I volunteered again at the next event. And then by the third event, I was the volunteer ambassador, kind of helping to corral all the other volunteers. So to your point earlier, I kind of became like a part of the team without being a part of the team. Um, and that really helped me to obviously meet the team and, and learn more about the work, but also gave me some insights into what it looked like to run the programs that they were doing, not just from a volunteer perspective, but end to end kind of what the program management side of it looked like. And I think that really helped me then when they had the role open, I was able to talk about that in my, my application and in my interview about how I had seen the team set up the programs and, and work through it. So a little bit of nagging and kind of being close to the team and a little bit of, of putting myself out there and volunteering and, and going to the events and connecting with the, the people. For people who are in that same boat where they want to make that career transition, whether it's going to a totally different company or transitioning within their company to a social impact team, based on your own experience, what would you tell somebody that's looking to make that transition? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, with my all my years that I've been in the social impact space, what I'm so inspired by is the amount of roles today that are open in social impact. Um, I feel like every day I go on LinkedIn and one of my colleagues across the industry is posting a new social impact role or, or some cool, exciting opportunity um, to get engaged in this space. So I think if for job seekers or individuals looking to get into um, social impact, this is a really great time to do that um, because I think there are a lot of companies who are thinking about what this could look like. My biggest piece of advice that I always give when people ask me this is, you know, think about the transferable skills. Like I was in the investment banking industry. I had a finance background. I was not doing any social impact work per se in my day job, um, but I was able to bring to the table things that were transferable from that role to a social impact role. So the um, analysis that I had to do on the desk, like being able to bring that to um, the social impact team and showing I can help take a lot of data and and help us, you know, make meaningful insights that can inform our programming based off of that. I had some marketing experience um, when I was in the investment bank. So how could I bring that to a storytelling aspect of the social impact team? So really thinking about the different transferable skills you may have from your experience and how that can help in the social impact space. And lastly, I think the passion for social impact is what most people are looking at. I know on our team, whenever we have open roles, we're not expecting people to necessarily come from a social impact background or even a nonprofit. Um, we are looking for people who are passionate about this space, who wanna learn more, who wanna make a difference, who have some volunteering experience and, you know, on their resume. And um, that really makes um, a candidate go a, a far way in the application process, because I think that that passion isn't something we can teach to, to a candidate joining our team, but all of the project management skills and, and those other skills required um, for the social impact roles, we can obviously teach someone. Um, so I think having that passion, um, being able to demonstrate that you have some sort of volunteering experience or, or a relevant type things on your resume, and then really building up those relevant and transferable skills from your um, current experience will be really helpful to to finding those roles. Perfect. Now, before we get into technology for social good, what I would like to do is talk a little bit more broadly about 
JP Morgan Chase's social impact efforts. Can you walk me through what social impact looks like at the company? Sure. So social impact is a huge part of JP Morgan Chase. Um, there are a couple different facets facets and ways that we um, run our, our social impact strategy and programming. Um, so I'm going to break it down in just kind of a, a couple high level buckets uh, of what it looks like. So first and foremost, we have our JP Morgan Chase Foundation, which obviously does a lot of grant making. So throughout our programming, you know, we give millions of dollars each year to um, nonprofits across the globe um, in traditional grant making. And those nonprofits um, traditionally roll up into kind of four main pillars that align with the giving goals of the JP Morgan Chase Foundation. Um, so it's a great opportunity, obviously, to provide some capacity to nonprofits to continue to scale and build their programming. Then we have our volunteerism side. So employee engagement is huge at JP Morgan Chase. I think I read a stat recently that over 40% of our employees are engaged in some sort of volunteering activity um, throughout the year, which is really uh, incredible given that we have almost 300,000 employees globally. Um, so the, the opportunities to volunteer are definitely there, obviously from a hands-on or, or more traditional day of service type volunteer activities at your local food bank or around um, with local nonprofits to skilled volunteerism. So we have um, virtual programming and actually field programming where our employees go and for three weeks work with a nonprofit and help in capacity building um, with a finance or marketing or operational challenge that they may be facing. So I think the employee engagement and volunteerism team does a great job of providing different um, opportunities for employees that are um, meeting the needs of the different employees in terms of how much time they can give. And then I think the other bucket that's really interesting is our Advancing Cities campaign. So through the J.P. Morgan Chase Foundation, we um, are investing in cities around the globe and we do $500 million investments over five years. So we've done some great work, for example, in the city of Detroit, um, helping entrepreneurs and other um, small business owners there think about how they can leverage our, our resources, our employees, obviously the funding that we're giving them to, to build, rebuild the city and, and help with economic development. So that initiative has been great and really exciting to see how we can go deeper into these communities. And that's obviously a longer term investment. So it's been cool to see the evolution you know, over the five years that we've been investing. And then lastly, I think one of the really cool things that we've done um, is our diversity and inclusion and equity space and sustainability. So the firm's been making a lot of great investments in these areas, and I'm really excited to see where it goes um, from our impact investing to our investments in HBCUs and other diversity-focused um, entrepreneurship programs and mentoring programs. Um, I think there's a lot that, that the firm can do to grow there. And so it's been a really interesting space um, to dig a bit deeper into. So there is a lot going on at JP Morgan Chase in terms of social impact. How large is the team? Yeah, so um, the wider JP Morgan Chase um, global philanthropy team has upwards of 100 people um, who work um, on the wider initiatives through the, the, the foundation and, and global philanthropy. Um, but our team, Tech for Social Good, um, we actually have 
20 people globally who support our efforts. So while we work really closely with the JP Morgan Chase Foundation and Global Philanthropy, Tech for Social Good is actually part of the global technology organization at JP Morgan. So we roll up into global technology, which it, it's actually a really unique thing for us because we're able to provide value to the the uh, managers of the global technology employees and obviously the leadership by showing skills that are gained through our programming um, and obviously the employee engagement side but it's really been um, a cool opportunity for us to build a culture of giving back within the global technology organization. Um, one thing that people don't realize is JPMorgan Chase has 50,000 technologists globally, so a huge tech workforce. And one of the cool things is all of those technologists have four hours a week that they get to dedicate to our tech for social impact um, programs. So what's really cool about that is they can use that to work on um, building out technology for nonprofits, to mentoring kids um, who are learning how to code, to helping at our hackathons. There's a lot of different opportunities for them, but because we're um, in the JP Morgan Chase Global Technology Organization, um, we get that opportunity to have those four hours a week dedicated for employees. So it's something that when managers join or new employees join, it's part of their onboarding that they are um, informed about these four hours um, that they can leverage. So it's really, like I said, built into the DNA um, of, of global technology, which has been great for us. So is it safe to say that the Tech for Social Impact team, the core focus is essentially mobilizing the, what, 50,000 technologists at JPMorgan Chase uh, to leverage their skills for good? Is that is that safe to say? Yeah, exactly. Um, our mission on Tech for Social Good is really to uplift um, the communities around the world through the power of people and technology. And we do that by three main buckets of programming. So our first is our youth programming, really focused on how we can inspire the next generation of technologists. So we do a lot of cool work around teaching kids how to code. We run a cyber for good program where we teach kids how to be safe and secure online, as well as their parents of, of what to think about. Um, we run a high school design challenge. So a lot of cool things um, to just inspire kids to think about STEM um, careers and, and higher education in STEM. And then our second bucket of programming is our social impact and social good hackathons. So we run Code for Good and Data for Good, which are hackathons um, that we run at JPMorgan Chase, where we engage external candidates to work alongside JPMorgan Chase technologists to um, build tech solutions to a challenge that a nonprofit's facing. So it's a really cool opportunity for us to help ideate with nonprofits on how tech could solve a challenge that they're facing. And it's a really great innovation program for those nonprofits to think about what different types of solutions are out there. A lot of times the candidates are thinking about things outside of the box um, and, and outside of what the nonprofit may even know is, is possible for their technology. So it's a really cool program. And what's awesome about that that program, which I think is unique to other hackathons that I've seen in the space, is we actually commit to building out all of those solutions in our Force for Good program, which is our third bucket of programming, um, which is our tech-skilled volunteerism program at JP Morgan. So all of the ideas that come out of the hackathon are brought to life in our Force for Good program, where our technologists actually spend about eight months 
building out tech solutions for nonprofits. So that could be anything from a database to a website, to a data analytics dashboard, mobile application, whatever the nonprofit is looking for. We give a team of about 10 JPMorgan Chase technologists um, to work with that nonprofit over the eight months build out the solution, and then train the nonprofit on how to sustain and maintain that solution after we step away. I think that last piece is so important because when it comes to skilled volunteering, that's one thing that I hear from nonprofits a lot. It's like, yeah, I want someone to help me with my website or help me build XYZ, maybe an app. But afterwards, once they leave, I have no idea how to maintain that thing. So I love how the folks at JPMorgan Chase not only build the solution, but train the nonprofit to keep it up and running. That's, that's, that's the missing piece right there. Yeah, we, we think it's so important, right, Jeremy, because if we build something that the nonprofit can use for a couple months, and then as soon as they need to make an update or something breaks, um, and they're no longer able to use it, then it's a waste of everyone's time. So I think that training is really, really important. And, you know, what makes JP Morgan, I think, unique in this area is, we don't have a tech product that we give out to clients, right? So it's not a traditional tr pro bono program where we're giving out you know, our technology for the nonprofit arm. Um, so what we're able to do is leverage all of the technology that a lot of our great partners across the space give out. Um, so whether it's helping a nonprofit with Salesforce or Twilio or a WordPress website, we're really here to look holistically at all the products and offerings for nonprofits on the market and then helping the nonprofit choose what product is right for them and then helping them build it out and helping them with the resources to, to resources to sustain it. So it's a really cool opportunity to help them get something that will be able to impact them and, and influence their decision-making, you know, for years to come, but also something that is sustainable from a financial standpoint as well. So your official title is vice president of technology for social impact. Um, what is the makeup of the team? Great question. So we have, um, like I said earlier, we have about 20 um, employees globally. Um, and how we divide up our team is through those three buckets. So we have a group um, of, of program managers that roll up into the youth programming space, obviously the social good hackathon space, and then the force for good um, pro bono pro program space. Um, and what's cool about that is we have regional program managers around the globe. So um, we serve 18 cities across the globe where JP Morgan Chase technologists sit. And we have regional program managers for each of those three programs in those locations. So my role is more from a global perspective to look at the social good hackathons portfolio. Um, and like I said, I have my team across the globe who's helping to run those regionally. And then I have a colleague who oversees the youth programming and a different colleague who oversees our our force for good programming. Um, and we all roll up into our global um, head of tech for social good um, who, who sits in London. Got it. And in your role and through your experience, what have you learned about developing social impact programs? I think 
the, the biggest thing that we've learned, so Tech for Social Good has been around for 10 years. Um, and it's funny because we keep calling ourselves the startup within JP Morgan, but I don't really know if after 10 years, we still get to be called a startup. Um, but we, we have tried a lot of things throughout these 10 years. And one thing that I think is really great about our program team and about our leadership is we really embrace the whole mentality of failing fast and learning and pivoting and trying new things. And so one of the things that I think is really important that we've learned along the way is just understanding what the nonprofit need is. For all social impact programs, I think what can be challenging sometimes is knowing the skills and resources that you have as an organization and trying to figure out how that maps back to the nonprofit need and what they're looking for. And um, what I think we've learned along the way is we have a lot to learn from our nonprofit clients um, and partners. And I think they've really helped inform how we've adapted and adjusted the programs um, throughout the years. And so one thing that I think it has been really pivotal to us is just listening to that feedback and developing programs that are really going to meet the needs of the nonprofits and where they're at today and where they want to go on their digital transformation. Um, so I think that's a key factor. The other thing that I, I think we've learned um, has been the localization of projects and, and volunteers. Um, that's been really important for us. So obviously pre-pandemic, being able to have in-person meetings with clients and having volunteers who sit where the nonprofit is working and operating, it makes our, our relationships even that more impactful. It gives the employees the opportunity to go to the offices of the nonprofit, really see how things are running while we may be helping them with one small component of their overall operations, being able to get that big picture view is really helpful. Obviously, with the pandemic, we've pivoted our programs to virtual, and we've been able to still do that a bit through, you know, Zoom calls and, and virtual tours and, and meetings with the clients. But I think that localization of programming is really, really important. You know, our hackathons in the U.S. look kind of different from the hackathons that we run in Hong Kong or Singapore. Um, and that that's on purpose um, because we're really thinking about what the needs are of our nonprofits there, what are the needs are of our employees um, and how we're able to shape the programming. So I think that localization is really important and obviously listening to the clients and trying to build programming that meets them where they are and, and where they wanna go on their tech journey are two really important pieces we've tried to think about as we've built out our programming across the past 10 years. With the core programming in mind, are there any stories of impact that kind of jump into your, your head as you're thinking about the last 10 years? Yeah, you know, one that I always think back to because when it came to us, I was like, there is no way we're going to be able to do this. And I just love where it went. Um, it's with an organization called Canine Assistance, and they're based out of Atlanta, Georgia. And Canine Assistance is an amazing organization who helps place service dogs with kids who need them. So um, kids who maybe have seizures or other um, challenges where an alert dog would be really helpful. And the nonprofit came to us and said, we have this crazy idea. We want to help um, build an application that helps dogs speak um, to people around them. And we were like, what? Like, okay, like this is great. Okay, great hackathon challenge. Um, 
but realistically, how are we having the dog speak? Um, and through the process, we learned a lot more about how the dogs are trained. And actually dogs, then their noses are like the fingerprints um, on our fingers. And so you can actually, they can open up an app um, or use a, a screen, a touch screen with their noses. Um, so we learned that, which was really helpful. And it was cool throughout the hackathon. Um, we started with, with canine assistance in our, in our social good hackathon and they brought some dogs and the students got to like learn obviously about what the dogs were doing and, and what we were trying to, to build with them. Um, and they were able to have the dogs start testing the applications and, and touching on the touch screen. But what we were looking to do was build something that when a dog was trained to recognize that their, their human was gonna have an issue, um, they could alert others around them who might not be familiar with what their bark means um, to know that they need to go get help. So that way, if a kid was at a playground and their parents weren't around, if the, the dog was going to um, recognize that something was gonna happen, you know, they could find the, the iPad, press something, and it would say like, my human needs help. Um, and so the, the candidates came up with some really awesome ideas of what that could look like. Um, and then we were able to move them into our Force for Good program and build it out to a fully functioning app um, that Canine Assistance is still using today, which um, is just so inspiring to me because it's one of those things that when it came to us, we were kind of a little bit nervous to take it on because it sounded really cool and revolutionary, but at the same time, we were like, this could fail. And what would this look like? Um, but I'm really impressed by what all the candidates came up with in the hackathon and the great ideas. And then obviously what our great team of volunteers was able to build. Um, and it's just really rewarding to see, you know, those dogs and, and their, their humans, uh, their kids getting to use the app today. And, and hopefully it's helping some kids around um, the U.S. Uh, with, with some of the challenges that they're facing. That's amazing. Yeah, I could I could imagine that that would make you nervous. Like, how do you even build something like that? But that's amazing. A very amazing story. Okay, last question for you. Um, you touched on it a little bit um, just a second ago, but what is the most meaningful thing about being a part of the social impact space? I think for me, one of the best things has been the community that surrounds the social impact space. Um, through my work on Tech for Social Good, I've gotten the opportunity to meet employees from companies, from nonprofits, from the social sector, um, and the inspiration that they bring to me and to our team um, has just been incredible. I think there's a really special community of people who are surrounding this work, you know, people who want to do good, people who dream big, people who, um, know that we can make the world a better place and, and are just trying to learn how to do that. And one thing that I think has been great for me is just seeing how we can collaborate and help each other and work with each other. You know, we always say that this tech for good space is a space that we're not competitive in. So when we work with you know, our partners, um, we share best practices. We say, hey, we tried that in a hackathon. It didn't work. You should think about doing it this way. You know, we share playbooks, we share best practices. And I think that community has been really, really great. Um, and I think because of that, the level of innovation and kind of the movement of um, the needle for nonprofit technology has been really inspiring for me to see. So I think the community surrounding the impact space is 
um, unlike any other that I've been a part of. And I'm really inspired by them um, and all the work that companies and nonprofits and so social sector organizations are doing. And I think through our collaboration, through working together, we'll be able to, to really make an impact and, and achieve these goals that we have set out for ourselves. So I think the community has been the biggest thing for me. Amazing. Well, Madeline, thank you so much for joining me. Loved hearing your story. And J.P. Morgan Chase has a lot going on. So thank you so much for unpacking that. I know the audience will get a lot out of it. Yeah, and thanks to you, Jeremy. Like, I think this whole community, back to that, that you're building um, in this space is um, really incredible and, and so helpful for so many people. And um, I really thank you for, for bringing us together and helping to facilitate that connection. So um, it's been awesome chatting with you and um, I'm looking forward to continuing conversations with others in the community as well. This episode is brought to you by Social Impact World, the exclusive community for social impact leaders. To learn more, go to www.socialimpactworld.com. I'm Jeremy Brown, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Behind the Impact.